Greetings, children all over the world. This is yours truly, Femi the Storyteller. And I'm back with another story. This story is called, Sometimes Things Work Out. But don't count on it. Sometimes things work out. But don't count on it. From the book called, Rules by Cynthia Lord. As always, before we begin, I don't own the rights to this story, nor do I own the rights to this music. Thank you. Sometimes things work out, but don't count on it. On Saturday, I find mom in the kitchen pressing raw hamburger into patties. I was thinking we should invite the new neighbors to our barbecue, she says. This could be a nice chance to introduce ourselves. Great. I watch her hand shape another hamburger and know I'd better choose my next words carefully. What about David? What about him? Sometimes he forgets the rule about chewing with his mouth closed or he drinks from someone else's soda or they live next door, Catherine. Mom looks over the top of her glasses at me. You can't pretend he doesn't exist. I trace a line on the linoleum with my toe. I know, but it's hard enough to make new friends without worrying he'll do something embarrassing. I just want it to be nice today. A fun cookout with nothing going wrong. Dad and I'll watch him. That's actually the worst possible answer. It's only a teeny step from both parents watching to neither watching at all each thinking the other's in charge. Maybe you could make a schedule and take turns. We'll both watch him. She pounds a hamburger with the palm of her left hand to flatten it. Why don't you run over and invite the neighbors now so I'll know how much food to prepare? What time should I say? Tell them lunch will be at one, though they're welcome to come early. She tears wax paper from the roll and covers a layer of hamburgers. Heading for the hallway, I remember what I came into the kitchen to ask. Can we go to the mall later? I need some new colored pencils. My crimson and indigo are only about two inches long now, and I'd... Love more greens. Maybe you could earn them by doing extra babysitting. I grit my teeth to keep from snapping. If David wanted them, you'd buy them. But there's no point because I already know her answer. That's different. She's right. It is different. And here's how. Everyone expects a tiny bit from him and a huge lot from me. In the hallway, I bounce between worrying things could go wrong 
What if David spills something on his shorts and takes them off in front of everyone? And hoping things go right, the girl next door might really like him. Before I open the front door, I close my eyes and wish. Just this once, let it be easy. Outside, dad is pitching a tennis ball to David on the front lawn. Here it comes. David swings too late and the ball thumps against the side of the porch. All done? Let's watch TV. Like I said, you have to try 10 times before you can watch TV. Dad picks another tennis ball from the pile on the grass at his feet. We have five balls left. Catherine, tell him when to swing. David and I sigh together. He lifts the plastic bat and moves his feet apart. Swing! I yell as the ball comes close. David misses anyway. You need a bigger ball, I tell dad. He'd better have a better chance. He'd have a better chance. It'll help if we had a catcher, he replies. Want to play? I look across the fence pickets to the woman in her lawn chair reading. No thanks. Mom said I could invite the family next door to our cookout. And she's waiting to hear if they're coming. Dad bends to grab the next ball from the pile. And you'll be in charge of David. It's only half the truth. But if dad thinks he's in charge, he won't wait for mom to do something. All right, he says. Elbows up. Get ready to swing, David. Walking to the fence, I notice the woman is younger than mom. With short brown hair and sunglasses, so, so dark, I can't see her eyes. Excuse me? She sets her paperback face down on her lap. Hello. Hi. I live next door. I cringe at how stupid I sound. Of course I live next door. Why else would I be talking over our fence to her? She smiles. My daughter Christy will be excited to meet you. She's with her dad this weekend, but I'll send her over to introduce herself when she gets back. My heart drops. She's not home. That'd be great. My mom was wondering. David shrieks. I turn to see the plastic bat flying through the air. David runs in a tight circle, flailing his arms, his mouth wide in another ear-piercing howl. As mom dashes down the porch steps, dad calls to her.
It's all right. It's just a B. I can't see our new neighbor's eyes behind her sunglasses, but her lips aren't smiling. I want to sink behind the fence and hide, but it wouldn't do any good. She'd still see me between the slats. Oh, look at the time, I say, checking my watch. Sorry, gotta go. Bye, the woman says. I'll tell Christy you stopped over. Hurrying for the house, I pass mom sitting cross-legged on the grass with David thrashing in her arms. Dave is so big, he doesn't fit on mom's lap anymore. And they look twisted, an awkward tangle of elbows and knees, arms and legs. Dad picks up the plastic bat. Don't baby him, he says to mom. The bee didn't even land on him. His back already to her. Dad doesn't see mom's lowered eyebrows. He can't help being afraid, she snaps. Why can't you comfort him? It shouldn't always have to be me. You're the one who ran out the house. Dad shoots back. I glance to the fence, hoping the lady next door can't hear them. She's reading. Her book held high to block the sun. Shh, mom soothes David. It's all right. A bee won't hurt you unless you bother him. I want to yell at her. It's not that easy. David can't even figure out what'll bother me. I kick a tennis ball out of my way and watch it skitter across the grass and bounce against the steps. Dad bends to pick up the tennis ball. As I run up the porch steps, he asks warily, Did you invite our new neighbors? They're busy, I lie, closing the front door behind me. What a story. What a story. The adventure of David and his sister Catherine and their family and the family next door. I'm loving this book. I hope you are too. Rules by Cynthia Lord. Once again, this is yours truly, Femi the Storyteller, signing off. Till next time. Love you all. Bye for now.